0: Kaylin's Coffee Talk is a CastBox original produced alongside with Studio 71. CastBox is the fastest growing, highest rated podcast app on both iOS and Android where you can find all of your favorite podcasts. Now, obviously, you can listen to my Coffee Talks wherever you get your podcasts, but I hope that you'll give CastBox a try. So with that, pour yourself a cup and let's get to it. There are mountains up ahead of you, but there is bold and radiant light too, guiding you through the wild things that make no sense to you, a much needed reminder in the depths of it all. Though you are small, you are still seen here, and by grace these mountains will be moved. Morgan Harper Nichols. Hey guys, what's up and welcome back to another Coffee Talk, only today I am really going to throw you guys for a loop. I am drinking rosé, so it's actually turning into a Coffee Talk rosé. Ramble that said though if you're listening to this on the way to work or you're drinking a coffee I will make it so that we can still vibe out as if I am drinking a coffee That said if you have other episodes that you know you have backed up Might I suggest we start piling up some coffee talks and piling up some rosé rambles And then you can listen to them on the mood of the day you're having if it's you know either way though It's basically just gonna turn into a mighty girl chat So realistically you can listen to these whenever you want so for today's rosé ramble I I was kind of scoping through my ideas of things that I could talk about today and going through this list, actually, that my personal assistant Zoe wrote up for me, which thank you, Zoe, because you sparked the inspiration of today's episode. Today, I wanted to talk all about trusting the process and basically evolving versus remaining, and that is something that I chose to talk about because it is so prevalent to my life right now. I feel like this last week, if I'm being 100% authentically honest and vulnerable with you guys right now, I've been having some kind of time. It hasn't been one of those things where it's like on a daily basis. It's one of those things where, do you ever find in the back of your mind, there's just this little pocket of doubt that starts to trickle into your life, sometimes stronger than other times. And lately, it's been a little stronger. Given that I'm somebody that is a little bit more anxiety prone. Anytime there is a big change coming up in my life, even though consciously I get super excited and I get super inspired, I think subconsciously there is still some, you know, residual childhood harbored emotional reaction to when I know change is coming. And the fact that I know that I'm moving soon also brings up a lot of heavy-rooted feelings of the fact that This chapter of my life is ending, and anytime that happens, like I said, I tend to get super over-involved in the situation to basically bulldoze through it and not allow myself to think about what it all means. I'm really bad at goodbyes. It's something that I've come to notice about myself as I've gotten older. I'm somebody that tends to try to over-embrace change all the time because I'm so afraid of getting attached to things because I'm so afraid of losing things. Wow, that was super super deep, but it is true. I feel like I've always been really good at change only because I tend to just not let myself think about goodbyes because goodbyes are really hard. And whenever a chapter in our life is ending, I think that it can be a very, very bittersweet feeling if there are some good memories or some like warm energies that surround the chapter in your life that's coming to a close. And that's why a lot of us end up being really stuck when it comes to growing out of our childhoods and starting to become adults because we don't want to let go of that bittersweet, warm, like honey, just sweet, honey feeling of what it's like to be a kid and just to not have responsibilities, to always know that you're taken care of, to always know that there's someone there to help you if you fall. And then as you get older, you start having to pick yourself up. And I've gotten good at picking myself up when I fall. I've gotten good at picking myself up through change and adulting, I guess you could say. I love my independence, but that doesn't mean that every time a change comes around, I'm not actually just Scared, and it's something that I don't admit very often. In a way, I used to think that admitting that I was scared by things would have made me seem weak, but the truth is, I think we're all a little scared every time our lives start to shift and change because it means that we're gonna have to start predicting the unknown. When our lives become predictable, when we fall into routines, when we find happy pockets of bliss in our lives, that's great, but that's not the only way to live your life. There's also this huge other section of our lives that happens when things are changing and it's like almost an in-between moment between one verse or one paragraph or one part of your story and another. It's what's bringing you from one piece of your memory to what's going to now be burning the next memory into your mind. And for me, it's going from this apartment that I'm in right now to my next one. This apartment that I'm living in, it's one that I moved into first time moving to the city by myself. And I can just think of all of the times I've looked out these windows and just had such epiphanies or just moments that I wanted to burn into my memory so badly, knowing that eventually this time of my life would come when it's time to shut the chapter of this apartment and walk away from it and basically open myself up to whatever's next, which is the unknown. Despite having not wanting to admit it, it's something that I'm looking forward to, but it's also something that I'm kind of afraid of, in a way. Not in the way that I'm gonna let it stop me, but in the way that I have to admit that it makes me a little sad. It kind of freaks me out, I guess. The thing is, though, that is a normal feeling to have. I feel like it would almost be foolish for us to believe that people go through these changes and don't feel scared. And that's why I kind of wanted to talk about this topic today. I guess not only to let you guys know that even though I might say all the time, you know, you can make it through where you've got this, just like own the situation and crush it and all of that. I also feel like it's important to admit that I don't feel that way all the time either. Just because I'm saying that, it's because that's what I want dearly for you. It's what I want dearly for all of us on this earth is to just own our crap and storm confidently through life with full blind trusting faith that everything is going to work out because I think that's how things do end up working out but it would be naive to believe that we don't do those things without the counterbalance of also feeling fearful and afraid. The important thing in all of that, though, is that using that knowledge, we can make sure that we're not acting out of fear. And instead, even though we feel the fear, we continue to act out of faith. And that's how I think we end up learning how to trust the process of our lives and trust, I guess, everything that's going on and everything that's happening. And in a way, we stop trying to force our timeline, and we just let go and let the timeline kind of reveal itself to us. Which anyone listening to this that has anxiety might think, holy crap, what it would be like to feel that way. Because anxiety is the complete opposite, right? It's trying to control everything, and it's in trying to control everything that we're only trying to mask our fear of not being in control. And so ultimately, I think the whole trick behind trust is letting go of control, but not in a way that is like, okay, I'm letting go, but you better freaking work out. It needs to be in a way that it's like, okay, I'm letting go. And no matter what happens, good or bad, it's meant to be, or it's meant to happen to me, or it's meant for my own growth as a human being. And I need to trust that even though Letting go of certain things and letting go of certain people, I guess, and moving past chapters and ages and eras of our lives from where we were kids to suddenly we're preteens and, you know, all of our emotions are starting to boil up to the surface and then all of a sudden you're a teenager and you're like going on your first date or kissing a boy for the first time and then suddenly you're in your 20s and you're living in a new city by yourself and then you're in your mid-20s and you're all kinds of confused, but you're kind of enjoying it and you're only questioning like what's next, what's going to happen for from here. Like, you can look back on exactly how your story brought you to this moment, but then it's another thing to turn the page and and kind of keep writing when all of a sudden you realize that it's happening. You realize that your story is being written and you're writing it right at this moment. Wow. By the way, when I said today was a rosé ramble, I truly meant it. I am actually just verbalizing anything that pops into my mind right now without any talking points or like bullet points that I wanted to hit. So I really hope that today's episode is making any sense whatsoever. But carrying on. (laughs) So my question, I guess, this last week that's been really weighing on me is how do you find trust in carrying yourself through all the chapters of your life? In a way, when you think back to being a kid, you probably didn't notice it, but you had to trust yourself in times where as your pages started to turn and as you got older, you had to start taking on more and more responsibilities for yourself. And unknowingly, you trusted in yourself and you picked yourself up and you gave it a try. And even if it didn't work out, Back then, fear of failure wasn't as strong as it is as we get older and we become more aware of all the many ways that we can fail. When we're kids, we're kind of invincible by believing that there are limited ways to fail, but limitless ways to, you know, create or do or live because our imaginations are still running wild. Back then, we didn't need to ask ourselves, okay, do we got this? But now that we're older and we see how far we really can fall, we tend to start acting out of fear and we start having to ask ourselves, okay, do we have this? And that's where I think the difference between evolving and remaining comes from. Because when you trust that, okay, yeah, we do got this, that is where no matter what is changing in your life or no matter what process or moment or things are being presented to you, on a daily basis right now, no matter your challenges, no matter your insecurities, no matter your storyline, you're able to evolve through it as a person and as, I guess, a human being or like a soul within or whatever it is that you believe, even if it's just believing that you're evolving in terms of your personal skills or your ability to deal with a difficult problem or your ability to problem solve or your ability to fix things. I think the only way that we stop progressing as humans and The way that we end up remaining the same or even sometimes progressing backwards is when we start acting out of fear. When we let that fear of falling or that fear of failing, start to control the way that we see the world, start to control the way that we live on a daily basis and kind of keep us from having that faith in our process and having that faith in something bigger. And I'm not saying that you have to necessarily believe in God or you need to uh, believe in the universe or karma or that everything happens for a reason, but even believing in something bigger as just joy. Like if you genuinely believe that every person on this planet deserves to feel joy, then that's something bigger than yourself to believe in at the end of the day. And that's something that you'll progressively act towards or take action through because that is your core. That's what you want to believe. One of the most interesting things, or I guess revelations I had was, it's so silly, but it it happened to me, I think like two months ago, three months ago, and I was in the shower. (laughs) And I have gotten a few tattoos over the last couple of years. And as I've gotten more, I've kind of I don't know, every time you get a new tattoo, you kind of think back on your other tattoos. And I think back to the mindset I was in when I got my first tattoo versus the mindset I was in when I got my last one. And I almost kind of realized how the tattoos that meant one thing to me at one point in my life mean something totally different at another time. And Funny enough, there was one tattoo that for a long time I couldn't really feel that way about it. I was just kind of like, eh, it's just there on my skin, but I don't really feel connected to it anymore. And it was the first tattoo I ever got. It was my fearless tattoo on my wrist. I tend to cover it up the most. I kind of forget that it's even there. And I even put my watch over it sometimes because out of the two wrists, I have to pick one tattoo to cover so I cover my fearless one and not too long ago I was in the shower and, and I started dabbling with the idea like maybe I would just get rid of it maybe I could get laser tattoo removal or tattoo over it with something else because if I was really just feeling disconnected to it it didn't really need to be imprinted on my body anymore but as I went to put my hands together I don't know why I don't know how I ended up just looking down and noticing that When you put that tattoo beside my other wrist tattoo that I got at two completely different phases of my life, it creates a motto that just suddenly just, I don't even know, it felt like it exploded in my mind where I looked at my wrist on the left and my wrist on the right and together they say fearless faith. And that instantly was like, whoa. Now, okay, I will openly admit to you guys that I'm a little superstitious and I like to believe in the things that we kind of can't prove at the end of the day just because I think it's fun. I think that that makes life more interesting. And I like when life is interesting because then I'm not bored. So for that reason, I will willingly admit that I tend to believe sometimes in everything happening for a reason or our higher self or, you know, our soul-like bodies that are maybe kind of trying to connect with us on a daily basis. I think the world is always talking to us. I think that there's symbolism in almost everything and that there's not only just symbolism in almost everything but there's unison in almost everything and i think that in one way or another we all connect to one another and we all connect to everything and so for that reason i kind of had this like mind blowing oh my god where i thought like who knew or why or what are the odds that that just ended up printed on my body the odds are obviously that i chose to get them tattooed on my body But when I put it together, it beamed in me with so much just truth, I guess, that fearless faith was always what I would tell myself whenever I felt like I was slipping, whenever I felt like I was acting out of fear. Because having fearless faith and acting out of fearless faith means just acting out of confidence, acting out of love and constantly evolving and choosing what's best Versus remaining the same by choosing what's safe. You see, I totally told you guys, despite whether you're drinking a coffee or a rosé right now, it was just going to be a super deep, sappy life chat. But that said, I'm going to go fill my glass of rosé. I don't even know what brand this is. Honestly, I'm going to tweet. When I tweet out about this episode, I'll tweet out the rosé I was drinking because it is heavenly. I picked it up on my walk home today. And oh my God, it is so good. So while I go refill, I'm going to leave you guys with some quick messaging from the awesome brands that brought to you today's Rosé Ramble. Today's Coffee Talk podcast was brought to you by Lola. It's a female-founded company offering a line of organic cotton, tampons, pads, liners, and all-natural cleansing wipes. If you didn't know, the FDA doesn't require brands to disclose lists of the ingredients of the feminine care products, so most of them just don't. Lola offers complete transparency about their ingredients, which is huge because we want to know the things that we're putting on and in our bodies. Most major brands use a mix of synthetic ingredients in their products, including rayon and polyester. Their feminine care products may also be treated with harsh chemicals, cleansing agents, fragrances, and dyes. Lola products are 100% organic cotton with no added chemicals, fragrances, synthetics, or any extra dye. I mean, I love the convenience of the fact that it comes to your front door and also just knowing that it's 100% organic and BPA free it makes it an easy choice for me and for all of you guys that are now listening you can actually get 40% off your subscriptions if you visit mylola.com and enter the promo code talk so that's M Y L O L A dot slash T-A-L-K and you'll get 40% off when you subscribe and I am back I decided to pour a small glass because I'm adulting and I'm being responsible and considering I'm drinking alone I really need to just like chill out, which kind of again, I guess means that I'm evolving as a human or as an adult, or as an early 20-something or whatsoever, which is also so crazy to think that next year, I guess in like six months, I'm going to be turning 25, going over the cusp of my 20s. And that is just like a mind-boggling thing in itself too, because this apartment that I'm officially walking away from and I'm officially starting to pack up as of tonight, which, oh my God, don't even get me started. I'm literally going to tear up. (laughs) I moved into this apartment when I was 22 and I had no idea how much that this apartment was going to change my life. I had no idea how much this era of my life was going to push me so much as a human. And so I, I I feel like I might just have to make a full video on this because this is something that I just like, I feel so connected to these walls around me. And I feel so sad and bittersweet to let this chapter of my life end. And that is why recently, I think in the last week or so, I've been, even though on a surface level, I've been going about my day Not really having any issues internally, I think I've been feeling some type of way because as much as I know I have to trust and as much as I know it's time to move forward and to look forward to what's coming next and everything that it could potentially be, it means I need to pivot and change direction and stop looking backwards. Trusting new chapters in our lives and and moving forward is, it's something that I talk about on a surface level a lot. And I think that I've done a lot of videos and I've done a lot of talks before on how to embrace change and how to make change your bitch and all of that. But I think one thing that I tend to kind of bulldoze over in those videos, or I don't know, I haven't really watched one in a while, so maybe I did touch on it. But if I'm being 100% honest with you guys, I think something that I myself don't even let myself feel sometimes is that it's okay to also feel bittersweet about chapters ending in our lives. It doesn't mean that we have to let it stunt our growth, but we can still accept that it's there. We can still be okay with the fact that we feel the way we feel. And I think that that's kind of the first step in taking that trust and admitting that no matter where you're at in your life, no matter what might be moving or changing or whatever shifts in your story are happening that you maybe you didn't want or you knew were going to happen, but you feel scared all the same. I think the only way to actually trust in whatever comes next is to admit that we're afraid because you can't face. Fear that you don't call out, and that's something that I am really good at just ignoring my fears and basically pretending they do not exist. But looking now at this tattoo that I once heavily debated getting rid of, it has new meaning to me now. I no longer think you know being fearless means that I am not allowed to have any fears, I'm not allowed to admit that I'm afraid, I'm not allowed to feel a little scared or sad or bittersweet about walking away from something or changes happening in my life. I think being fearless is knowing that you're afraid, accepting that we're all afraid, accepting that that doesn't make you any weaker to feel afraid, and it doesn't make you any less of a person having fears. I think that in naming our fears, we can face them, and then in facing our fears, that is exactly how we learn to trust ourselves, we learn to trust the universe, and we come to find that we're capable of so much more but also lining ourselves up to achieve and to accept so much more because we had the wits to understand what we might have lost out on or, or all the ways things could have gone wrong, but we bet on ourselves anyway. And that's a tricky thing to do, betting on yourself, because at the end of the day, we are the only people that know exactly what we're capable of, whether it is all the ways that we could fail or all the ways that we could succeed. And deliberately choosing to believe in all the ways that we can succeed, not even just as individuals, but maybe even just trying to believe in all the ways that we could succeed to the masses in terms of all of us as a whole, in terms of civilization, in terms of us as human beings. I think that when we choose to believe in the optimism, we choose to believe in the better, in ourselves and in everyone around us, then we find a way to walk through life with a little more trust, but also more compassion for ourselves and more compassion for other people because we understand what it means to watch phases of our lives die out, new ones begin, and what they could all mean, having no idea what any of it is going to make sense to until we're looking back on it once again. Right now in this moment, I haven't moved to this new apartment, but I know that there's a version of me three months down the line, or three years down the line, that will look on this moment right now, in this pocket of in-between, jumping from one apartment to another's, jumping from one phase and one chapter of my life to the next. And think, oh my God, if I had known then what I know now. And that's the thing, is that here I am. And I don't know what I'm going to know in three months. I don't know what I'm going to know in three years. But I know that eventually I will be there and I'll look back. And I'll wish that I would have been able to tell myself, just trust, man, it's going to be dope. And knowing that I'm going to want to say that to myself in three months or in three years, I'm just going to accept that that version of me already visited me and told me that. And thus, not only did I just time travel, but I also just decided to kick ass while doing so. Well, this rosé ramble is getting all over the place. But to tie it all in, trusting isn't an easy thing to do. Trusting is a massive, massive theme of 2018 for me because I've gone through pockets this year where I feel like I've been super trusting of myself and super trusting of the universe. And I've gone through pockets where I've been very out of trust and acting solely fear-based and believing out of a fear-based mentality. And both of those pockets have been either where I've evolved as a person or I've stayed stagnant as a person. And that's the terrifying thing is that realizing that I had a choice in all of it When it boils down to it, we have to trust in ourselves. There's not going to be any secret formula I can tell you right now that's going to magically make it easier for you to trust yourself, that's going to magically make it easier for you to trust that you're bound for good things or that you can do whatever it is that you think you want to do or whatever it is you know deep down in your core you're meant to do. There's nothing I I could say that's going to infuse you to believe it except for the fact that you just have to. And those are probably the worst words of advice that I feel like I've ever given because it doesn't come with a rhyme or reason. And even though I've pretty much spent the greater portion of my life searching for the rhyme or reason, and I feel like I'll always be searching for that rhyme or reason, always be trying to figure out, you know, what does this all mean? How do I make all of this mean something to me? How do I... Make sure that somehow I don't forget all of this. I don't forget this chapter. I don't forget the way that these things made me feel or how grateful I am or how do I show how grateful I am, you know? It's easy to spiral out of control in that sense, but I think it just all boils down to trust, to trusting that, There's something bigger at play all the time to trust that that bigger thing at play, whatever it is that we choose to believe what it is. It's good. It's it comes from a place of good. And when it's coming from a place of good, it means that it boils down to us believing in the good in all things and the good in ourselves and that we all deserve to feel good and we all deserve to receive good and take a drink every time I say good. Oh, my gosh. Holy levels deep did we just get in this rosé ramble. I can't. Wow. We should do this more often unless this was totally confusing and to which please feel free to let me know and we won't do this more often. <laughs> so now with that said, I'm going to wrap up this rosé ramble because in trusting even just myself and all of the stuff that I have going on right now, I can't just sit around feeling all bittersweet and nostalgic about this apartment. I actually have to start packing it up and also get to the other heaps of work that I have scheduled up for myself tonight because I I am working on Utober, and even though that sounds dreadful to be working on a Thursday night, a little bit tipsy by myself, to be honest, I've just never been more excited that the one stagnant thing going on in my life right now is work, so... Talking to you guys via podcast, filming videos for you guys, and just working on YouTube and working on all these books, that's like the only thing that has been predictable lately. So trust me when I say that I'm enjoying every minute of putting all of my emotion, efforts, and energy into it, while the rest of my life is a little bit of a chaotic mess. But that's okay, because when is it not? <laughs> As always, I would love to hear your guys' feedbacks on these podcasts. It's so funny because even though I feel like our whole online community is a family, you know, the videos and like talking to you guys on Instagram, talking to you guys on Twitter all the time. I'm always just blown away by how connected I feel to people that I've just never even met before. It's, but there's just something else about these podcasts that I feel like pretending that you're the microphone right now, but it's just us kind of sitting in a room and just drinking a good beverage. And I don't know how, but maybe it's the fact that I'm not physically filming myself, but I feel like I'm just able to open up in so many more ways and just get so honest and real with you guys in ways that I only do with people that are so, so close close to me, like my best friends and my sister. And so know that the, the, this is huge. Like I, I truly do feel, like I said, even though I haven't met you guys and even though you're just listening to my voice right now, LOL, low-key creepy, what is 2018? But I feel like having these conversations and reading your guys' feedback on these podcast episodes, it's something that i don't think I realized I needed to do before it happened. And because I feel like I'm able to have this whole other outlet to be completely raw and honest with you guys and know that y'all have my back. Like, it's kind of weird. I feel like the less controversial side of social media is in the podcast world because nobody's ever hated. It's always just been just so, like, loving and open. And so I truly do appreciate that. And I want to thank you guys so much for that and just letting me have this voice and for even caring enough to be here listening and drinking whatever you're drinking with me and enjoying this lovely time that we have here on Earth together. I I hope you know that no matter what, no matter how long you've been part of this whole Co's Crew craziness, that I appreciate your presence and I appreciate your support and just know that no matter who you are or where you are or what you want to do in your life, I am sending you so much good-loving support energy back for all of the good-loving supportive energy that you've sent me. And I truly do hope that we all get to taste a little bit of what it's like to be in love with our lives. And yeah, so that's my sappy ending to this Rosé ramble. I hope you guys enjoyed. Please send me feedback like I mentioned. Also let me know if you'd rather me do the more rambly podcast episodes like this one or the more point form structured where I hit very stagnant, like you could take notes while you listen to it podcast episodes because no matter what, I'll probably end up doing a balance, but let me know what you prefer. And aside from that, I'll talk to all of you guys next Monday. Bye guys.